You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 253 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with M365 development MVP, Arjun Menon. Hey everybody, this is Christian Buckley doing another MVP Buzz Chat. I'm talking today with Arjun. Hello. Hello, Christian. Thanks for having me. How about you? I'm doing well and hope is, is good there. It's a good kickoff to the year. Anything exciting going on? Uh, nothing yet. Uh, not uh, just uh, resolutions which I will not meet. So the, just that kind of thing's happening around. <laughs> nothing else apart We have to that. put ourselves through that every year. I know. Uh, all the things that we're we're going to do parts of. <laughs> See, make, a, make an endless list and make sure that it doesn't meet towards the end of the year. Same exactly. thing. Uh, exactly. Well, that goal of not meeting your goals was met. So yeah, hey, congrats. Well, for folks, that, for folks that don't know you, who are you, where are you, and what do you do? Uh, hello, I am Arjun Menon. I am based out of Bangalore, India. Uh, for for my day job, no, I, don't, I don't call it as a day job, the job which pays me, I'm a solution architect working for a company called uh, Tata Consultancy Services, TCS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, outside that, I am a Microsoft MVP in the Microsoft 365 development uh, area. Uh, I'm also a co-maintainer of CLI for Microsoft 365, which is a, a command line interface tool, uh, which you can use it for managing the Microsoft 365 tenants, upgrade your SharePoint framework projects, those kind of things. And I'm also a member of PNPT. And I try to blog about what I learned, uh, share it with the community. That's what I do it. Yep. Well, that's that's cool. And so you've been an, an MVP for a couple of years now. Um, it, what What was your original focus like what was your path to becoming an mvp well that's funny i mean it did not start to look for an mvp i it did not started that way so what i what my journey was that uh, i i was contributing to the cli for microsoft 365 the one which i'm maintaining it i started contributing to that through one of my friend uh Rabia, she's she works for Microsoft right now. So, uh, so when I saw her contributing, I liked that particular thing, and I started contributing. So that was the beginning of the journey, and I kept on contributing because I loved doing it. Not that I was aiming for MVP, though. Uh, that that was my uh, journey, if you ask me. So I continuously did that. Whenever I learned something, I tried to start blog it. Uh, this was my uh, path to MVP, and then one of one of my I call I would love to call himself as him as my mentor Waldek. So he nominated me Waldek Mastika. She nominated me for the MVP, and uh, that was the journey. And eventually, I think I got it in 2022. Uh, funny that the the month which I got MVP, I think a month before was uh, the month where my daughter was born. So hard to very hard to forget that date. So, uh, yeah, memorable month. So the MVP, child being born, uh, yeah. <laughs> what well, later in life? That's what you tell the the daughter, depending on how uh, you know uh, good she's being that month. <laughs> exactly. I- ironically, because of that, I mean, uh, off off late, my contributions has been drastically going down because I have to check with the family. But but that's how the, that's a life, right? I mean, that's how it yeah. goes out. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. Uh, and Waldeck, of course, I know. Uh, uh, so he long time he, he's he was at the company I'm with now at Rencore. So uh, for folks that okay. uh, remember Waldeck from the, the years with Rencore, but uh, 
now, of course, uh, over at Microsoft. And I, <laughs> I just noticed too, so you've got the links to, and of course I'll have the links out on the blog, out on uh, YouTube and everything, but out to your uh, GitHub page where it has the links to the CLI for Microsoft 365 links. It, it, you, you have a, probably a better link list here than you do on your uh, MVP profile. But uh, with the, with the new site, of course, I've got that linked off the page as well, but yeah. So it's great stuff. If you want to follow up with Arjun around that. So what are you like, what are you passionate about right now? What are you talking about? Like with all the latest news that came out, there just seemed to be so much like, is your life renewed, dedicated now to copilot? <laughs> <laughs> Funny, right? I mean, you cannot uh, give an answer without using the word gen AI, right? I mean, yeah. everything it, it revolves around that. So, so yeah, I mean, so basically uh, before this whole uh, AI revolution, uh, I would put it that way, came into the picture. I was into the Teams development, the Microsoft 365, Teams apps development. That was the area which I was primarily focusing on. Now with the Gen AI, what we try to do is that we try to bridge the gap between these two, try, trying to build solutions uh, on Teams using the Gen AI, then a flavor of Copilot. So yeah, answering your question, Copilot is everywhere, I guess. I mean, including everywhere. I mean, whatever you do with this, basically Copilot run is making you run not the other way probably you yeah. know it's it's funny uh i was sitting through a uh review uh, a panel that was looking at uh kind of the elevator pitch for three startups and of course mm -hmm. the questions the first two um they didn't have ai built into their title or into the, like the product description and there was obvious um usage there uh um, and the third one it was like their whole the company was shaped around the AI capabilities and kind of the, the enriched user experience from that. But it's, it's interesting. I, I think it's a positive that people are looking at not just, okay, the, here's a tool, here's a solution that does these five things for me, but also look at the rich data that we can pull from that. And is there a natural language interface where I can, you know, get, get more out of that? People are, are it, it's already very rapidly starting to shift where people are thinking in those terms of semantic search. Definitely. How am I going to find this stuff? How am I going to improve this experience? How am I going to pull this rich data out and, and, and synthesize that with my other documents, my other, you know, artifacts in, in my system and improve everything across totally. the board. Totally. So the, what I felt is that the whole idea of search has been changed, right? Now things are revolving around the conversational element of that. Uh, because before you try to find something by going the conventional search and you get something. Now your journey doesn't end there. Just continue to the next level. Okay, it is like conversations and the rich data which it is formulating and it is bringing back is just, just amazing. Only thing is that you need to know what to ask. Simple. I mean, yeah. it is end of the rate is a machine. Well, that's you always been the problem with search, and it's been more more limited. It I, is, and I you used to always say that with just searching and finding content. It's like, well, um, do you have the right permissions? Are you using? Was it tagged properly? Was it classified properly? Is it in locations I can get access to? Am I using the right words to get to that? You know, kind of all of those things. And again, the exactly the AI helps with that process a lot. Well, De definitely, definitely. I, I was just, I was thinking with all of the new MVP uh, announcements this month that came out um, for a while there, um, they were Microsoft as they do, they rename like the categories, the buckets of their MVPs. Like I, I started out as a SharePoint MVP. 
I then was, I believe, the second or third Office 365 MVP. And then we got moved over to Office uh, Servers and Services, then Office Apps and Services, then N365 Apps and Services. And then the latest was just N365. But I just noticed exactly. in some of the, the the letters that people are posting up on social, like there's somebody that just got it added in as a SharePoint MVP. And Same here. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I noticed that. I'm like, well, that's fantastic. I mean, is it still technically you're under the M365 bucket? Does it, does it matter? I mean, but yeah. So having said that, what was originally, so what, what, what is your actual category that you're focused on? So, I mean, I know that it's, so it's, it's M365 like I am. Right. What specifically, what area, what part of the product team, what that pulled you in? Yeah. So, uh, so the with the classical development, I am I just follow the classical SharePoint path in the M365 journey. That's what I started. Uh, but I think uh, answering your question uh, precisely right now, the focus area which I am into is uh, the graph uh, the graph areas. Uh, anything related to the Teams app development uh, or SPFX development, that's area which I belong to, or rather my contributions account to. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, just I was just uh, viewing one of the MVP result that SharePoint is one of the category. I, I felt so happy. I mean, to see that SharePoint is a yeah. category, but like again, yeah. I don't know where it belongs to uh, eventually, but that's a different story anyway. Is, is there a graph at MVP? Is that a category? Uh, so there is a contribution criteria, but I I honestly don't know whether it, there is a category or not. I don't know actually. Now I'm because there has been a lot of changing... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it does change a lot. Microsoft shifts the, things around. And that's something important for people to understand too. I mean, obviously, like I came in as a SharePoint MVP and I focus on a broad range of, of solutions. I'm a collaboration technologist. Like I've been in, involved in collaboration technology since the late 90s. As part of, mm-hmm. I was at Microsoft for three and a half years. And part of what pulled me in there was the launch of what is now Office 365, was because oh, of my background okay. helping create dedicated cloud collaboration solutions. And okay. I was one of the few people that did that. I was at a company called E2Open. We built something. I took that experience and joined Microsoft in 2006. Um, but it's, but, it, but again, it, 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 once you're an MVP, you're in there. I mean, we're touching a number of different areas. It's interesting. You have okay. to be focused in an area to get selected and some areas are tougher to get into some are let's say they use the word saturated there are a lot of mvps yeah. in certain categories it's tough to get Correct. a new mvp in in any given area um but once you're an mvp you might right out yeah that's a beauty of the microsoft 365 in my opinion because you can uh, you can have a broader horizons of options in front of you where whichever chooses or whichever areas which you like, you can focus on and still it can count into your MVP as well. So that yeah. is the advantage in my opinion into if you are into those category. But like I said, uh, like you said, there are many areas which is like of kind of saturated. Uh, 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 again, at least it's, I don't see any 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 much more uh, advancement going into that area at least right yeah well it's it's again it, it you need to be focused to get in and once you're in they support being a generalist and spread across a number of different areas exactly I, I, i'm also interested like how's 
how's the state of community in your region? Like, are, are you active in user group? Is there still like, are events starting to pop up again? Oh, so uh, we do have an active user group here, though I'm not actively a, a, a organizer of that, but I, so recently we had something called, uh, previously we used to have M365 Sat uh, SharePoint Saturdays, right? So now it is being called as M365 Saturday. So I think last month we had one in my, the place which I am part of Bangalore, where I had given a sessions as well. So similarly, uh, since, you know, the India is a very big country. So there are many areas where they will have uh, a local groups where they will have a, a community. Say, for example, we have a Pune community, we have a Mumbai community. So there are many areas where they focus on the communities as well. So answering your question, yes, there are a communities, but uh, most... Uh, the in-person sessions, in my opinion, are still not up to the level in which it happens in the other places. Most of them mm. are virtual sessions, but it is still yeah. happening. And it yeah. is relatively relatively going in good directions. I mean, things are going up uh, in a good way. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, so a couple of years back, uh, as things were just starting to open up again, uh, there was the uh, so I actually uh, was a keynote for the what was the SharePoint Saturday Omdivad. Uh, and of course, there are a couple uh, good friends. Uh, Mark Anderson, fellow MVP, um, was also oh, yeah. there in person. He does a lot of business over and travels over to India. Um, so it was, it was uh, I was a little surprised to see him in the audience. Um, for those yeah. that know Mark too, you can't, you can't miss Mark, the, the white hair that, you know, that, that confused look, I miss like, him. like he just got surprised by somebody. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Though I've not met him in person, but he he's a famous guy. He, yeah, he's yeah, he, guy. He, yeah, Mark is awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, so it's it's great to see that that kind of stuff. In, you know, the hybrid events. I I think Omnibod just had their event. It did last they Saturday, had, okay. last week. I wasn't sure if it yeah, was last this week. weekend or last weekend. Yeah, it just happened. It was last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw yeah, some, yeah. some MVPs that were traveling to that. So, but it's uh, exactly yeah. It, it's because uh, the reason I ask about uh, the community because uh, there's a lot of regions. My region here, um, like we're struggling to build up to our what we were pre-pandemic to get the attendance and and things around there it's things have just changed i don't know if it's just because people can get information and feel like they're they're getting plenty from the pure virtual and there's tons of virtual events that are oh, happening yeah. and so they feel like they don't need to show up in person yeah but nothing beats the in-person experience oh no nothing beats that no, it's, nothing it, beats that. I completely <laughs> agree. Well, this yeah. now, so I so I always like to ask too, since you've been you've been an MVP for a couple of years, I'm sure that you get questions uh, from you know, like, well, what is the process? Like, what can I do to become an MVP? How do you mentor or advise people on that process? Uh, so if if uh, I've had similar questions, people ask me. So what I would uh, tell them is that. Uh, don't keep MVP as your destination. I mean, uh, what you do is that you find an area where you want to contribute to the community, keep loving it, keep doing it consistently, and eventually MVP will come to you. At least that's what I always tell the people. Uh, don't keep it as a uh, as an as an ambition. Uh, I would say because I've seen uh, folks who has kept it as an amb ambition and they never get it and they will get dejected. Yeah. So don't do it. It, it. It's not a good idea. So what I would tell them is that if you want to start, there are a lot of initiatives which is around 
uh, if you've heard of PNP community, Microsoft is by PNP community, there are a lot of uh, tools and softwares where you can start contributing. Uh, CLF and Microsoft 365 is one of the tools which I started the contributing. So you, you can go to these repositories, find some of these issues which you can easily work on. It could be a simple uh, documentation changes or it could be a simple change in the code which will make a huge impact to the tool. So start identifying these things and keep continuing and see how the whole community works so that you will understand how all of them collaborate, communicate, and uh, and eventually when you start doing it, MVP will definitely come to you. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I've seen people getting it MVP because of that. So that's what I would tell the tell the folks. Not a not a simple answer, I would say, but it is easy to take it up. I, you know, I, for folks that uh, if you, maybe this is the first episode you're watching of this series, go and watch three or four uh, episodes and they range anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes long. Um, but you get that exact same advice. It's pretty consistent. It's out there. And what's interesting is I, like I've got friends that are now I've got a good friend who's now an MVP and a regional director, which is a different thing, a much smaller group. Like there's about right. 4,000 MVPs now globally, and yeah. there's just over 200 RDs. So just the, the differences there. Oh, um, okay. But it's it's uh, it's not like, hey, I'm an MVP, and now I'm going to become an RD at that higher level. No, they're just different programs. But anyway, okay. um, so good friend that, and and just remember having conversations. I was one of the people that nominated him for MVP, and he was frustrated that, you know, for a couple of years just was getting was just just getting passed up and like didn't understand why and he, he kind of said you know what i just kind of came to a realization it says i think i'm going to withdraw my name from the process okay because okay he says i don't care i said I, uh, about that i'm i'm sharing my knowledge i'm making contacts my business is doing fantastic i'm making all these great microsoft contacts i'm i love my role in the community uh, my interactions with the community are fantastic I've got friends for life. I've got my, the, again, the business is booming, kind of all those positive things. And so he just kind of stopped thinking about becoming MVP. And okay. I kid you not, it was like a month later, he got his MVP award. Um, oh, nice. So it's almost nice. like the, the, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, the universe understood, okay, humble yourself a little bit, focus on, you know, on giving back and, whether you believe in karma or whatever it is that you put good yeah. things out there, good things will come back. It may not result in an MVP award, but you're going to make Correct. contacts. You're going to help people, which has that there's a, there's like a runner's high off of helping people when you're able actually to answer a question or solve a problem for somebody. Uh, there's nothing like that. I, I can see why people go into teaching with its dismal salaries but they still do it totally. because they love that. And I think that's a lot like this. Oh, totally. I mean, whenever, whenever someone asks a question and you give a response, which will help them and the gratitude, which you get back, no amount of money or whatsoever or materialistics can, can buy, uh, buy you that. So, yeah. so that is an impact. I mean, I, I would like to test that out. I think there are some amounts of money that I'd be. <laughs> Let's go on, on off record and talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, just kidding. Yeah, no. but again, just keeping jokes apart. I mean, that more than that, you keep a good connect with the amazing folks around. I yeah. mean, those people, uh, for example, Waldeck and all, I've been seeing him doing 
wonders right from the beginning so uh, when you when you have people like them and when you see what they are doing it it consistently it's hard for you not to do that yeah. though i am not able to do that consistently right now but it's it's amazing you get inspired automatically well it, 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 and i think the vast majority of us are all you know consider ourselves technologists where where whether no matter what our roles are we're excited we're passionate about f- tracking following what's the latest things that are happening out there how can it solve business problems because a lot that's the other side of this it's not just about talking about touting new features and being cheerleaders okay. for microsoft um we're we're using it we're testing things out we're coming back and saying you know hey microsoft we're seeing these issues or hey did you think of this use case or i've got this client the, here's their situation that's different um i love the stories where there are you know novel use cases uh, across competing technologies and you see more and more partnerships with sap with oracle with adobe with uh with with uh, um Cisco with, you know, with, with all these opportunities where people are coming up with these, again, really these combinations of technologies across the multiple stacks. And I think that's important because I think gone are the days where you come across a large corporation that is like all Microsoft technology. We won't even consider anything outside of the Microsoft stack. No, everybody is multi-cloud. Everybody's exactly. looking for that. And so there is a need for people with experience in these different clouds and to be able to talk about, Hey, here's how we use SharePoint. Here's how we use teams, but we use these other technologies. Totally. Totally. I mean, it's, it's very good to see the, the barriers of the technologies getting diluted uh, per se. Uh, I mean, it's wonderful. I mean, having the uh, different systems coming together uh, just to solve a problem for your user i mean right. the user technology doesn't doesn't really matter whether you bring it with the rocket science or bring it with the basic things all it matters to him or her is get my things done how you do it which technology use it doesn't really matter right i well i love when satya was newly ceo of microsoft uh he gave a speech at i think it was the partner conference the first okay there's there's a partner conference for folks that don't know it's now called uh microsoft inspire but it used to be the worldwide partner conference or wpc um and his first one where he talked about and just to paraphrase i mean essentially said like you know microsoft we want to build the best software says where we don't have the best solution or maybe we don't have any solution in an area we still want to remember the customer is looking at solving this we might do exactly. this piece, this piece, and this piece. We want to make sure that the customer gets everything they need. That means we need to partner with the solution providers that are in between or may compete with us in different parts. Because at the end, like we all benefit from the customer's problems being solved. And that it was a dramatic change in philosophy for building software for Microsoft away from the, the Gates bomber era into the Nadella era. Uh, it was right. about listening about integration, about solving the customer's needs and that customer experience. Um, that was huge. I, you know, I, I've been saying that for years. Uh, so it was it just, it was very much in line with most of the community people that I worked with. Uh, exactly. Probably that would have started the dominoes effect, in my opinion, because I think that would have started rest of the large uh, software vendors like uh, Microsoft to 
follow the similar pattern rather than compete with each other so that we will have a collective good rather than we have an independent silo. So I think that would have started the dominoes effect, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think so. It was a, it was the start of the, it was the, of the stone rolling down the hill. Yeah. Whatever you want to want to use for that. So, well, <laughs> yeah. Arjun, I really appreciate your, your time and coming on and great to see you. And are you going to make it over for the MVP summit? Oh, I doubt so. I uh, don't think. I, I don't know. Think, it's, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a long trip, an expensive trip to make, but. It's, it has become expensive right now. I mean, before I think it was not the case, but now it has become very expensive. Uh, yeah. So I don't yeah. think so, but yeah, good that we have a virtual, uh, virtual yep. event where the problem with that is that time zones again. So we will have to again, rely on the recorded times, but again, no complaints whatsoever. Well, hopefully I'll, you uh, hopefully we'll we'll hear like your voice on there asking a question or something or or maybe you'll see us uh, those that are there in person uh, on camera. But for folks that want to reach out and connect with you, where are you most active in social? Where can people find you? Uh, so definitely people can uh, follow me in Twitter or X, whatever you call it. Uh, that that platform I'm pretty much active and also in LinkedIn as well. So these are the two areas which I uh, try to keep myself updated, uh, and that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Arjun, really appreciate your time. Same here. Wonderful. Th thanks for having me here, uh, uh, Christian. Have a, have a great day.